0: Do you know I think these social distancing things Will actually help Like like the face mask thing I think that'll help me with women Do you know that Seriously Like anything that covers my face Can only help me be more attractive And the social distancing thing Two metres Fucking jackpot The most of them fucking run a mile away from me It's Friday It's good It's the Good Friday Podcast We're back motherfucker. And calm down and pretend you haven't been shadow boxing for the last half an hour. Good afternoon, <laughs> or
1: good evening, or good night, good after. What are we saying? What time is it, sure Good evening. Good evening. Yeah. Well, hopefully when people listen to this, it's any time of the day, because you can do that now that we're on Mixcloud. <laughs> Technology is great, isn't it? <laughs> right. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: you are welcome to episode nine of the Good Friday podcast. How have you all been? We've been away for you for a while. Um... Yeah. A bit of a lovers' tiff, I suppose, if that's what you want to call it. Is
1: it? Oh yeah, we left people on a cliff, so they they want. More. Yeah, important like to always dying. leave them wanting less. It, that's not how that goes. No. No, maybe it's different in
0: Ireland, but that's what know. I was told. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's great. Listen, so the last time we were on,
1: we did the chocolate teapot special. Don't say we, you, you hijacked the podcast and did yeah. your own podcast. You had also, the t- in the process, took the piss out of me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you enjoyed that. No, you, Come on, you have an impression of me every time I meet
1: you <laughs> It's because I'm shit at Irish accents like, I'm Finally he admits I'm, en- I'm enjoying how bad I am at doing Irish ac- Like, My mum is Irish, so like, when I hear my mum talk she, she sounds like she's just talking normally But then like, people are like, oh my god, wow, your mum's accent's so thick And I'm like, no, it's not I'm like, So whenever I see you, I'm like, hello, how are you? Is your mum offended by that? Not at all, like, not at all But I also wouldn't piss off my mum As I said, she's Irish and Irish women are scary Yeah, I nearly got beaten up in the parish for saying that, actually.
0: Well, Irish women are scary.
1: We went to... So I'm more sure everyone's aware of the story that Darren works in an Irish bar. But anyway, before Darren's day, you know, because when I was an old man and Darren was a young boy, we had a staff party over in the bar that I work in. And we went out into London and we were like, hey, let's just go back to Wembley and, you know, go back there and get drunk and do whatever. So we went back to the Blue Check, had like a couple of beers in the Blue Check, by which point I was shit faced and I really shouldn't have been because I was like the boss and all my staff were there and I was just making a dickhead of myself but everyone thought it was funny at the time but anyway we went back to the parish and we went through the back door, and I was like, okay, this is gonna be interesting. And then Mick, obviously, me and Mick knew, knew each other, and Mick's the owner of the parish. And he came in and he was like, um, hey guys, I'm gonna give you some green diesels, whatever that Irish shot is. Yeah, uh, no, I'm with. not correcting you yet because you're going fine so far. Okay, so it's fine. thanks, Dad. But anyway, as, as the kind of night progressed, I think he was asking me, like, I don't know how it came up in conversation. But I was like, "Oh, my mum's Irish," and he was like, "Oh, we'll find you an Irish girl." And I was like, "No, I don't like Irish women." And like, I'm in the back smoking area of the parish, and there's tons of Irish girls around and boys as well. And they like look at me, and I, I get into like, I start saying shit really loudly, like, "Oh, I just think they're too stubborn." And I was like, w- 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 "Why? Why am I saying this?" Like, you like looking back at it now, it's like one of those moments where you like fully cringe and think, "Did that really happen?" And unfortunately, it did. So I nearly got beaten up by some Irish girls who as per my first statement are scary
0: yeah I'm surprised you didn't come out of that with at least a black eye and a flat lip yeah and like that's just what the women would have done to you (laughs) you know (laughs) so uh, yeah we did we did it where the fuck was I? Well, we you can edit all this bit Jack. out anyway. It's fine.
1: We're, <laughs> we're going to carry on. fucking track there for a second. <laughs> but you were so. talking about how you did the chocolate teapot podcast. Yeah, with that yeah, yeah. It. So
0: t- shout out to Jack mchenry Gotten in Canada who's probably listened to this at four o'clock in the morning his time. He's most certainly not. He's fucking... Um, he's, <laughs> he's delightfully lazy, that man, when it comes to getting up. Hard worker, though. I have to say that otherwise you'd kill me.
1: So um, you listened to it. What did you think of it? You finally found out what chocolate teapot was. No, I, I genuinely think I listened about half an hour and then when you started giving the impression of me I did kind of just turn it off and think, do you know what? I already don't like him. Well, why even push that that hatred further? So the I just co-host
0: stopped? of the Good Friday podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not even listening to the podcasts. <laughs> Michael, do you wear glasses? I do on occasion. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's shocking news.
1: <laughs> why do you want to look posh now? <laughs> <laughs> to me, personally, oh lovely, thank you <laughs> And that's my co-host, being um, scared when a man puts on glasses
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fine So look, fuck it, Jesus, come on, we've work to do here We have to do this fucking podcast, otherwise people are going to get bored <laughs> Right, so we're back, I came back there, what about, just, I'm back about two weeks now Well, outside, I, yeah, it? I picked you up You did, you picked me up from the airport, fair play yeah. you
1: played, yeah? The, yeah, regretting that massively now Yeah, anyway. you
0: were late as well, but that's fine, we won't go into that, go on
1: but anyway, you're lucky I was a car and not horse and carriage, as you would do from Cork. But anyway, as Darren has said, this is the No, there was the a next... donkey if it was from
0: Cork, really. Go oh. on. Sam.
1: <laughs> Go on. Go on. This is our ninth instalment, and we have got an uh, interesting topic. We do. We decided that uh, to put aside, well, try to anyway, put aside sectarianism for the
0: time being, and uh, xenophobia and all that, and we said that we'll try and compile a list of certain people within cultures, uh, the Irish people within British culture and the British people within Irish culture, who we like and who we actually approve of. Um, This took me about four months to come up with, (laughs) and I still only have three names. Uh, are you serious no I'm joking (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying it's hard because I don't like a lot of English people uh,
1: mine came really quickly and that's not me trying to say that I like Irish people Irish people are great no that's not what I'm trying to get at what I'm trying to say is you're lucky we accept you into our culture and that you've been allowed to become part of it like the names I'm going to mention are like they're like global stars, which is, I don't know how. I actually tried playing this game with him. For the DIR,
0: the I just want to clarify that I'm staring the
1: fuck out <laughs> of him at the moment for that previous comment. <laughs> Go on. Let me just say, when you were having dinner the other day and I came down and seen you, I said, try give me one name. And you couldn't even think of one name on my list of five that are astounding people. So I'm just going to already, you know, if we were marking ourselves on this list, I'm giving myself a You don't I'm want to talk about Irish people at all. English people don't want to talk about yeah, Irish people at all. True. That's true. There's much better things to talk about. No, but I don't even
0: mean that as a slag. I mean, like, genuinely, you don't want to talk to us at all because you realise you're, you're going to come out of it looking bad. Well, what way you look at it? You're always going to come out of it looking bad.
1: Yeah, we should maybe move on.
0: Yeah, Maybe just on. ditch this right. topic so completely. Right, so I'm going
1: to let you start with yours, OK? Are you sure? Yeah. So I go all five or do you want to go one and one? You want all no, five. no, no, you want no me to I unload. want all five. I want all five oh, okay. of yours. Go on. OK, I'm going to start, yeah? So this yeah. is me. This is British people. Thank you. Or, I Sorry, this is Irish people that British people like. Like, and when I say my list, I think we've basically adopted them. We've given them a second home. So yeah. I'm going to start with, and I want people's opinions, is Killian uh, Murphy. If that's not the pinnacle of an Irishman that's just become English, then I don't know what is. Have you ever no, seen... No, 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 I'm not having that. Fuck that, fuck that, I'm not having that. Come back here in second. There's only one film with him where he does his native accent, and that's like an Irish version of Brokeback Mountain and every other film sorry say that again Peaky Blinders no 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 no
0: backtrack there for a second what's the name of the film first of all I don't know something like The the Barn or *the*. I
1: don't know it's it's based in Ireland I don't watch Irish films you know what I'm like you're going to be picking your teeth off the floor I was too busy watching 1917 just you know oh yeah, that pile kind of absolute of, tripe you well, should go back
0: the year beforehand to fucking learn a bit go on
1: anyway as I was yeah thank you my go time on. to talk Cillian um, Murphy
0: is not English he went over here and he <laughs> stole your part that's what he did
1: it should have been played by an Englishman and he blew you all out of the water. I can't wait till you have some acting stories and you start playing English people. I will fucking make I will you, and I play I will better print, than any other Englishman. I will man. print go this on. podcast transcript off and make you eat the fucking paper. Like, genuine. <laughs> I'm not even fucking joking. Go on, go on anyway. My next one, yeah? Well, Can I just go back to Killian Murphy, by the way? Sorry, Peaky Blinders. Have you seen that? Have you watched it? Of course I have. I haven't lived under a oh, thank rock. You. Uh, Mikey, have you watched it? yeah Yeah. that's a yes I mean it's a fucking sick show yeah and I mean obviously he's fucking sick anyway it always Mm. makes me feel like I want to be sick means good sorry (laughs) sick blood anyway (laughs) next person Brian O'Driscoll what the (laughs) fuck are you Uh, on about played eight caps for the Lions team do you know what the Lions are England and Ireland the British and Irish lines. That's because it's, it's the amalgamation yeah. of two teams. It's not a British team. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, I know that. I am. I mean, have you seen the size of me? I'm obviously like rugby. Okay,
0: I just want to clarify here for a second. This is your saying that not people who are basically Irish people who English people see as English and like him yeah. because of that.
1: He basically is. He's played eight games for, you know, the mix of the two teams. Are you trying to piss me off? No, Not at all, but, but if I was, it's working. That's all Brian
0: O'Driscoll is the greatest Irish rugby player of all time. You're saying that he's British.
1: English-Irish. English-Irish
0: rugby player of all time. This is the closest I've ever come to lepping out of this chair and fucking kicking the head straight off your well, shoulders.
1: Well, do you know what? My next man might like that. Conor McGregor. The silence is fucking scary. I see what you're doing now, Ari. I'm doing nothing. Conor pa- McGregor is a fucking brilliant example. Michael, were you here today that I said that I would fight Conor McGregor? Maybe. <laughs> That's a no. That's definitely a no. You, because we all know you stand no chance. Conor McGregor is. Now, can I just want to clarify this. I'm twice the size of McGregor. Yeah, but uh, speed, speed beats pre- time and timing beats precision oh, what yeah is it? go on you, with, you know, your, with he, your third with, level degree yeah okay, go on anyway but <laughs> Conor McGregor I think yeah I mean I, 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 apparently people don't even like him in Ireland he divides a lot of opinion there at the you moment, go but yeah. everyone in England loves him so surely he should just you know get a passport change I forget just the, the country. to be honest with you immigrate, immigrate, I'm not going immigrate. to fight with you
0: too much in that because probably half the country that does agree that he probably
1: could fuck off for a while ok well there we go Brendan O'Carroll do you know who he is I do. Yeah? Yeah. If Mrs Brown's boys isn't the perfect representation of every Irish household, then I don't know what is. Yeah, you don't know what is. Point making. <laughs> but genuinely, I, I think yes, that's also a Irish programme. Every Irish fatter
0: dresses up as the mother and um, <laughs> sits down and makes the dinner for the whole time. All the Irish fathers are going around in
1: dresses. Go on. Well, you said it yourself. Sorry, was that a statement or was that a question? That was sarcasm. Oh shit. My dear wildflower. <laughs> uh, do you not agree though?
0: I I accept the fact that English people like him He right. wasn't Love somebody him. popped into my head
1: like. Love him. Go on. Okay, and last but not least, Bono. He's on my list as well, but go on, yeah. Isn't he he's Irish? Ah, uh, is he? Yeah, are you he's fucking not. kidding me? You're not Are you he's serious? Not. You actually don't even realize No, he's no, Irish? no,
0: no, no, no. I know his birth cert says that he's Irish, but I I think that must have been falsified You're somewhere. You're so, You line. are
1: fucking trying to grab any rope you can because you probably got him on your list thinking he's English.
0: No, no, no. No, I know. His name is Paul Houston. Real name is Paul Houston. He was born How's and raised it? in Dublin. Didn't I know much. that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and Michael's nodding because he's the muse. But oh, <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That pe- Wikipedia, that's a great source of information. That's such a fucking stable source, plate yeah. Um, I'm going to change that eventually. Bono's not really Irish anymore, to be quite honest with but, you.
1: I mean, this is a man from where are you from again? What part of Ireland? I'm from Tipperary. Tipperary, that place, and like that's your opinion. But I reckon half of Ireland would gladly. Say, it says, says you who just give a completely subjective list yeah but isn't that what this podcast is yeah, about yeah it
0: was but you're just you're criticising the fact that I'm giving my opinion on. oh okay sorry
1: yeah well anyway you are entitled to that I guess and, uh, bo-
0: in fairness you have picked two people in that list Conor McGregor and Bono both of which probably divide the nation and like uh, so I've done know. a fucking brilliant job we will adopt them as English you can have them to be honest you can have them um, same with Brian Driscoll. there's a no you can't have Brian O'Driscoll <laughs> can't give
1: well, me you could list. have Brian
0: O'Driscoll just leave his wife with us <laughs> But um, If I ever do a film With Amy Huberman Now I'm going to bring that up But um, Right so I have a few Honourable mentions to that That I think you should have put in And I honest to God Cannot Understand How you didn't put this man in Graham Norton
1: I fucking hate him Why do you hate him? I just think he's a bellend I just don't like his show And I think it's I swear to
0: God I talked to her about to say a bender And I was
1: like (laughs) Jesus that's a whole different Fucking dynamic Of a podcast now Go on! Why, Why do you think he's a villain? I just don't like him. I genuinely do not like. Is it like because him. he's a Protestant? No, bro. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I know he was a Protestant in Cork. I know I like Graham, Why do you not like him? I, I just think his shows shit. Like I, I just I, I do. You, do you know who Jonathan Ross is? Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Ross. Jonathan Ross basically did exactly the same thing. I don't think he still does exactly the same thing. He honestly. does on ITV, doesn't? Well, yeah. I, I prefer his show. I think oh well, probably because he's English, but yeah, I still prefer his show. It's just, you know, Graham Norton is way too, like, giggly, jumpy-uppy. Uh, fucking, don't even talk to me. I mean, just you think he's too much energy. And, yeah, I don't like fun. On a Friday just, night. Yeah, exactly. Who likes going out and having fun on a Friday night? It's boring. Yeah, I know. Fucking weirdos. Uh, <laughs> the other person
0: that I want to put into this, and it's probably someone you don't actually really know, I could have said Terry Wogan, who you didn't know was Irish the other day for some reason when I said it to you. Yes, I did. Yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Whatever. The other person I'm going to add in, and I'm fucking, I can't believe that you didn't actually.
1: Is it going to be Michael Fassbender? No, it isn't, because oh, you keep going on about him.
0: But yeah, going carry No, out. no, 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 no. It's not him. It's not Michael Fassbender at all. The person I was going to say that you should have added in was Richard Harris.
1: Oh, do
0: you know what Richard Harris is?
1: Yeah, old guy, white hair. But he's dead now. <laughs> <but> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sure Definitely he's old very white yeah, now. Jesus. I'd say. But, okay, sorry. Um, did, you, did not realize that. But Richard Harris,
0: yeah, he was. He's a. Fucking amazing, amazing actor. Really, really is. He's, he's brilliant. And um, I, I have actually a good few fucking stories about him that I'm going to say now in a Would second. Do you know him? No, no. But like, people know these stories about him. Like he, For people who don't know who I'm on about, um, people obviously outside of Ireland won't know who I'm talking about when I say Richard Harris. So for British people, I'm talking about the guy who originally played Dumbledore.
1: And Gandalf, wasn't he?
0: No, Gandalf is Ian McKellen. Moving I'm on. almost sure, certain that he yeah no he played he originally played um, Dumbledore he did two films of Dumbledore and then Richard McCotter I think of uh, oh, Harry Potter then he passed away yeah, and I then Michael Gambon that. took over yes yeah I do know yeah. about that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but um, he was he's an amazing actor and some man for the drink some man for the beer like what? he could what? handle it
1: but like okay how do you know because the stories that goes on about him. You might be able to tell me a story about Conor McGregor as if you've drunk with him. I don't get this. Like, this is such a strange Irish culture. I'm not going to tell you a story about how me and, like, I don't know, apparently Bono's English. But, but that's just was because it, we're better
0: at telling stories in here. We make you feel like we were there and that you were there as what this was happening.
1: Okay, yeah, touche, touche.
0: We're getting very matter-of-fact for a reason. But, like, Richard <laughs> Harris, right, Richard Harris, when he first started, he started in the National over here in England, like, Mm -hmm. right, in the National Theatre. And he was in Macbeth, Okay, And it was his first kind of decent role that he got. And he was the doctor. He was the doctor in Macbeth. Comes on, you know, I don't know how familiar people are with Macbeth, but it was the the scene where basically... Macbeth finds out that Lady Macbeth has killed herself okay. and it's, it leads into the, the very famous speech of tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day I could go on but I don't need to but um, no he doesn't say that it's just that's what I said but uh, <laughs> right so Macbeth <laughs> finds out Lady Macbeth but the doctor has a line The Macbeth says to the doctor how goes the queen right he goes, how goes the queen that's where they goes right and then the doctor says back and has his <laughs> biggest line in the show he goes the queen is dead And Richard Harris had that line, right, when he was starting off. And the fella who was playing Macbeth was an absolute fucking gobshite, like... A, a pure ignorant bastard like right so and he was pure like you scummy and and whatcham we call it really really shitty towards um, Richard Harris and stuff like that and for some reason I think Harris was saying as well that he didn't really like Irish people and stuff like that as well so this was going on through Good all on the him. rehearsal processes and stuff like that and so Harris said wait minute, on the first night now on the opening night I'm going to fucking get you back for that like you know so on the first night opening night of this right he comes to the scene how goes the Queen Harris goes, Ah, oh, she's grand! Yeah, don't worry, she's fine. Off he goes and left the stage. Left the stage like that. I left your man there with his head <laughs> in his hands and not know what to fucking do. I just, that was the way he was. He was, he, he'd tur- done things where he turned up like halfway through shows, missed his cues because he's been, he, he'd be on for a certain part of his show, go off, then get drunk in the pub next door, come back on and do the rest of his, his bit then later on in the play but that, like obviously Richard Harris acted like back in the 70s and 80s like, or like none of this professionalism was involved you know so like that's what I'd say but I honestly God, I, I think and English people love, Americans love him Americans love him as well mm. but um, I know I think he should have been definitely on your list
1: maybe next time maybe next time right
0: um, yeah, you've got to hit me with your list now yeah I am so my people that I'm going to do, so I have to get this out of the way Number five is a lot of, um, we'll say, football-related people. Right, so I'm going to put Alex Ferguson because there's a lot of Man United fans in England. I'm going to put um, Bob Paisley and Bill Shankly for the Liverpool fans that are there. Steven Gerrard and Wayne Rooney and Arsene Wenger, all these Premier League like figures. You can't just pick one because it's going to divide so many people. So all Premier League figures are people will say that in Ireland we genuinely accept. Like Irish people will support English teams, but as soon as you're in a World Cup, we fucking hate you. Yeah,
1: we don't really support. I know. I don't to correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like Ireland doesn't really support anyone but two teams, and that's Man United and Liverpool. You're either you, Liverpool support you, or you United are support. Are or?
0: Mostly correct, I'd say. That's changed now. In the last ten years, there's a lot more people who kind of. You'll get a lot more people um, who support smaller teams and stuff like that. Mm. But like, yeah, for years that's all it was. You it were was either Man United or you were Liverpool.
1: Yeah, I remember it. like when I used to go see my cousins in Ireland. Like you know, when we'd, like be like grounded having to go there. But we would always go over and see the Cousins and they'd say, oh, you know, do you see John O'Shea? And we're like, oh, wait, what, the, what the fuck are you on about? And they're like, do you see John O'Shea? And I'm like, as in the football player. And they're like, yeah, 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 the centre-back for United. And I'm like, yeah? I was like, why? They're like, oh, we support United. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> like there's I one player playing. you support him. So, because
0: Ireland is such a small country, we kind of have problems, I would say, getting to grips with the fact that English people don't really have that same sense of, like, a small community kind of a culture within their country. That, like, we'll say the North, there's a massive... Dis- divide, correct me if I'm wrong, there's a massive divide between the people in the North of England and the South of England. Yeah, 110 You know, like, everyone's I mean, like, where like, we, is we that We don't border. understand that, like, that. And I don't mean Northern Ireland and mean? the Republic yeah, of yeah, Ireland. What you I
1: going to fucking say This is the biggest divide in the world.
0: <laughs> I don't mean it like that. What I mean is that, like, when you go abroad... Like, particularly here in Ireland, and I've real or, or, or in England, I mean, what call it. I've noticed being in an Irish bar and stuff like that. Is, the Irish culture is you're Irish, you're Irish, they don't give a fuck. Like, but we'll say if you were English people going abroad, it's like, oh, where are you from, and stuff like that. And there's still that little bit of thing of like if you're a mank or you're a Scouse or if you're, you know, a Londoner or whatever the mm. story is, like there's still it's very apparent, yeah. I, I, so I
1: see when what I, you're saying. So,
0: we'll say like when somebody says to you about John O'Shea it's like John O'Shea is like from Watford in Ireland a lot of people that you talk to have met John O'Shea or know somebody who knows John O'Shea because it's a small <laughs> I'm country that's
1: everyone in Ireland yeah happened. because they know someone, somebody who knows him that's why but when say like
0: in England that kind of thing just doesn't happen because your population is the 10 times the amount that we have yeah 100% you know but we kind of that's why we kind of I suppose we kind of get muddled up and stuff like that so when we said do you see John O'Shea it's kind of like well why haven't you seen him like
1: you know you know a population would be less if you didn't c- come to the, the country.
0: I'm going to ignore whatever you're trying to say there and assume that you're just falling asleep. Break, right. Break, number four. Break, break, um, break, I'm going sit. to say number, yeah, number four on my list of uh, British people that Irish people like kind of Bob Geldof and um, slash Bono. <laughs> I'm just not even going to bother questioning the Bono Bob Geldof is not Irish. <laughs> he's not. He's, he's he's gone over to you know. He's he's fucking gone long time ago. T- I, I fucking Jesus. Whatever you feel about Graham Norton, I can't stand about fucking Bob Geldof and Bono. But I really why? can't. What? Why? They talk so much ring. Some like shit. Like ring. you know. That's what you say. It hard to talk such a much, so much ring, like the ring of your asshole. <laughs> like, um, that's the way we say it. <laughs> You're getting the regrets with like, I would rewrite the urban dictionary now, just off the back of this. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, we fucking sick of listening to Bob Geldof and Bono because they're fucking millionaires and they're telling people on the breadline basically, "Oh, you should be sorting out charities and stuff like that." Fuck you. You sorted out, you fucking prick. Get a haircut as well while you're at it. You know I'm not Sorry either I, either. I really don't like Bob Galloft I've gathered Yeah I don't like Mondays I don't like you Fucking prick uh, Number three <laughs> Number three And I actually genuinely like this man And I think This is a He's a recent enough person But everybody loves him in Ireland Lewis Capaldi Oh
1: yeah. yeah We yeah,
0: fucking yeah. love him And we love him because he loves getting pissed As he says himself Yeah Ah, he, yeah, he went to, he came on the late late show in Ireland, which is like our big lit, like Friday night talk show like and uh he came on and he got a Copper's gold card, Copperface Jack's gold card, which is basically you probably have an idea of it being in the pub game, that it's like he comes in and um you get free entry while you have it. Okay. I'm I'm I am i due to be stand corrected on this if I'm wrong. But you get in and you get um it means you have free entry once you have the gold card. Okay don't have to pay no matter what night it is you don't have to pay you have the card you can get in no worries that's grand there's only a limited amount of those that are given out at any one time like it's not like every single person gets them yeah yeah, yeah. you know like you could win I think two people win them in a competition every year and they last for about a year like okay I, I do some correct but I think that's the way they work Um, but yeah everybody loves Luis Capaldi because he's so fucking real well, say he's, he hasn't gone up his own arse but like I'll give you an example when he was on Graham Norton recently enough yeah I don't know if I don't know if anybody's seen it Michael have you seen that yeah yeah, it's yeah it's, it, he goes on like he's there in a tracksuit and a bomber jacket and, recall, <laughs> and he's there and he's like Jim Carrey Margot Robbie and I can't remember the two other people who were on it but like um they were on the show that day. I must recall it. He was on it for four minutes. They'd been on it for about 40. And he stole the show. He only needed four minutes to st- steal the show. And that was not even him singing. That was him talking. It's just, like, just
1: English people.
0: I think it's Scottish people more than English. Oh, that's true. I forgot his name. Yeah. yeah fucking fucking but uh, no, no. We, just, we, we do love Glue because he's a bit of crack as well. He's, he's friends with Jermaine out of that um, One Direction as well. Um, you can have him as well if you want, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number two. Now, I have... Um, you can put any British comedian, but my two that I put in are Peter Kay and Frankie Boyle.
1: Oh, Frankie Boyle is fucking brilliant.
0: Frankie Boyle is a genius. Yeah, An yeah, evil genius, 110%. but a genius all the same. You don't
1: like Jimmy Carr?
0: I do, but I had, to, I had to narrow it down to two. If I was putting in a load of them, I'd have to... Like,
1: I saw Jimmy Carr here with uh, your girlfriend. Who got your tickets for Jimmy Carr? Council people? I fucking got you tickets for Jimmy <laughs> Carr. You let me off 10 and minutes early when I was... I was still working for Jack at you, this time. Oh, we need to tell this story, right?
0: Cheek. Jack was. and uh, myself were still working um, together at, this, at the time that this show was going on in the theatre across the road from the place where we were working. And uh, what shall we call it? The council people were there. They had two spare tickets two people who were supposed to come with them in their group didn't turn up, so they were saying, you can have the tickets if you want. And we said, just fair play, yeah, yeah. So I said to Jack, I said, would you go? And I was saying, come on, we'll go together, like you know. And you were like, oh, no, no, I have to stay. I have to stay behind and watch this. And he said, but ask, I won't name your girlfriend, but ask the girlfriend to go over with you. Mm-hmm. And I said, Um I, said, I thought that that was a bit weird, like. But you said, no, 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 it's was grand, yeah, you know, go on. So we went over and everything like that. It was fine. It was just... The one thing I said, I said this to you before as well. British audiences, they don't tend to call like you. They're a lot quieter in 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 comedy gigs than what Irish people are. We don't laugh out loud. Yeah, you don't laugh out loud. You're very much laughing on the inside. Yeah, we chuckle. Yeah, and to me, that like ruins a fucking comedian's gig. Like, but we chuckle in approval chocolate approval
1: for fuck's sake
0: but um, no so that's Frankie yeah I do I love Frankie Boyle I love him because he's fucking just says anything 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 ruin anyone's life yeah yeah. he doesn't give a fuck he says what it is out you go and I think people respect that the best thing to watch
1: is when he responds to hecklers and I I genuinely think (laughs) I would probably book my own funeral as soon as I heckle him the what I said I'd probably just book my own funeral as soon as I had yeah that. yeah no,
0: that's fair anybody who sits in the front row of his show though no, in fairness <laughs> won't be fucking fair stupid <laughs> asking to do that. for it um, Peter Kay I said on the original the other side of that as well is because I do I like him and stuff as well I know he's obviously a lot more light hearted and a lot more like mm-hmm. we'd say family friendly and stuff but I do I like a lot of the stuff that he wrote I like Car Share that was on uh, before that I like um, you don't do you say that no you never saw it, right? You're no idea. What you're about. But like, that, no, that was a show that he was on. He won a lot of awards for that. But he's he's clever, and I like him and stuff like mm. that. And he's, plus, he has a house in Tipperary, back in Ireland, as well. Oh, so I think that has something to do with it. But that's that, right now. Number one on my list, and it's appropriate because unfortunately this man passed away over the weekend. And can't really make jokes about this now. No, you can't to be honest with you because you would get lynched by Irish people, and that is. Mr. Jack Charlton, right? Now, when I say Jack Charlton, I know you're looking around, you're trying to think about who he is. You must know who Jack Charlton is. Yes. You do. Jack Charlton is, um, I would say, the, the greatest Irish football manager of, uh, of all time in our history, anyway. Um, so I'll take you back. 1986, Jack comes in to the Irish soccer team and manage them. Jack was a World Cup winner, won the World Cup in 1966 with England. He's, brother, he's Bobby Charlton's brother as well. Uh, for people, he he'd um he'd a great playing career, as I said, won a World Cup, won a few league titles, won a European Cup, um played with Leeds, I think, for a long time as well. You know, he signed in like 52 or something, I think, 1952, and he played up until like God, I'm not even going to make a guess, actually. I don't even know how long he played for, Mm. but he did win footballer of the year with Leeds in 1967, the year after the World Cup. He came in in 1986 anyway. Ireland was a country in the middle of the recession, in the middle of a recession in 1980. A load of Irish people had emigrated, particularly over to London, had emigrated. Never qualified for a World Cup before in their lives. And he basically, in 1990 in Italy, Italia 90, you must have heard about this at some stage, got us to qualify. Right? Okay. He got us to qualify for the World Cup. The country went fucking bananas. (laughs) I am not, no, come here. This is years before health and safety and shit like that came into it. like, I'm not sure he told a story the other day that when they were coming back from Italia 90, that the, the pilot flew the plane as close as he could to O'Connell Street, like, and tilted it to its side so that he could see the crowds that were going to be on the streets with him when they were coming in. You know, that's how fucking mad this was. The pubs were rocking all day long. People were leaving, M- men were turning around and leaving their wives for a month to buy camper vans, to drive to Italy, to go to the World Cup. They were, it was fucking carnage, like, you know the <laughs> drink that was done was was immense and it kickstarted the boom the Celtic Tiger like the big fucking period where the good times as we call them mm-hmm. that kickstarted it right so there's everybody has their own Italian 90 memories you know um, you know of Paddy Bonner saving the penalty uh, against Romania in the last 16 to get Ireland into the quarterfinals of the World Cup we go we only got to the quarter finals mm. and we went apeshit if we had won the thing we'd still be <laughs> celebrating it now you know <laughs> I swear to God like we would be insufferable I'll say that now we would be insufferable yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I Jack was that. a great character himself as well Jack Charlton was and um, there's a few great stories with it right so they got to the World Cup quarterfinals, and and um, so Mick Byrne who was the Irish team manager at that stage uh, who kind of you know basically looks after the, the kind of the ins and outs the behind the hit stage kind of thing while mm-hmm. Jack looks after the stuff on the pitch so he said, when we, get to, when we get to Rome, he says, you'll get us in to see the Pope, like, get us in to see John Paul II. He said, Oh, yeah, yeah, I get you, no worries at like, you know, because he didn't think at all we were going to have any chance of, like, uh, getting to Rome because Rome was going to be where the final was. But mm. they got to, they played Italy in the quarterfinals in Rome. And, um, watch, they met the Pope anyway and stuff like that. And, um, Paki Bonner was talking who was our Irish goalie was talking at one stage to the Pope and the Pope was saying about how he uh, was actually the goalie for his uh, back in Poland when he was playing soccer and stuff right so they were oh yes this is grand and everything so the quarter final takes place Ireland lose uh, 1-0 in the quarter final to Italy and um, whatchamacallit I and mean, they go back into the dressing room and I said, don't worry about it that's fine don't worry about it it's, it's grand you did your best there you did great go in there and have a shower Packy. don't worry it be fine takes a drag out of the cigarette, turns to the lad beside him. Fucking Pope would have saved that goal. <laughs> oh, no. I swear to God, that was the character he was. It was. He turned out in, ni- in USA in 1994 in the World Cup. Um, they were playing Italy again in the last 16 and they were down in Giant Stadium in New York and uh, played a sea of green flags. A sea of green flags, right? Sea of them. Everywhere you see, look, there was loads of green flags and stuff like that. They were walking, he was walking up and down the line with Tony Cascarino, who was an Irish player, and Machu it turns to Tony then and just goes, Jesus Christ, Tony, you're the only fucking Italian one here. <laughs> After seeing all the flags, it was just fucking brilliant. And the last one I have to tell you is about Tony Cascarino as well. Tony Cascarino brought a woman back to the Ireland hotel, was caught bringing a woman, sneaking a woman back in. Jack Charlton caught him and watching McCullough lambasted him like him, gave him the biggest tongue lashing you'll ever see in your life and then t- grabbed him by the arm just as he was uh, in front of the whole team like you know and then when uh, the team were filing out and everything grabs him back and he goes by the way, did she have big tits? Because <laughs> he, he goes, I, I don't know. I, said, I love big tits, me. <laughs> so left them off. But he left in 1996 anyway and he's been the benchmark for Irish football managers ever since. Yeah. He really, really has. He had a house in Ballinagh in Mayo, actually, where your own mum's country. Mm. And uh, he loved fishing, he loved shooting and stuff like that. But he did, he passed away anyway. He was 85 years old and he passed away there just over the weekend. But without a doubt, and he's the person, to be honest with you, who inspired this topic. Without a doubt, Ireland's favourite Englishman, Jack Charlton. So, rest in peace, Gennari Antaliv. And that's what we'll say about that anyway. Have you
1: anybody that you would like to add to that list? Yeah, I feel like you also just swallowed his Wikipedia page somehow. No, you're grown up. R- trust me, it's rammed down like your throat.
0: Like. Italian 90 is rammed down your throat. I, yeah, home. I mean, on. yeah,
1: it's actually rather interesting to listen to you talk about it. So, I mean, yeah. I can understand it's a big part of your culture. So I'm, I'm yeah. about to ruin that culture by suggesting probably someone who... I feel bad saying he should have been number one now. If you say
0: Oliver Cromwell, I'm going to kill you.
1: No, close. <laughs> Winston Churchill. Why the
0: fuck would Winston Churchill be somebody that we like? Because he helped you. In what way?
1: By ending the war. By ending what war? World War II. Okay. O- Oliver Cromwell was very close. The Russians
0: ended World War Two, by okay. the way, as well. Go okay. on. Okay, fine. No, on. I'm
1: not even going to fucking bother having this conversation if you're going to be like that. Then
0: <laughs> go on. Um, okay,
1: go on. Uh, but I, I yeah. yeah. No, do
0: we do have a lot of respect for Winston Churchill? In fairness, we do. But it's just the stuff before World War Two, when yeah I, did, was I yeah, I didn't know yeah. Yeah, where, how deep to go. I didn't know. before all of that, we. Oh, no, no, I'm not even talking about like the stuff oh, that's in the news at the moment and everything like that. my boxing gloves. No, no, but I mean, like, you know, he, he did hinder a lot of
1: the Irish freedom fight, we'll say, before that. But we have respect for what he did after that. Okay. Like, yeah, for the war and stuff. My other one was a bit fun. My other one was Tyson Fury. I think he's just, should be fucking supported by everyone. He's fucking brilliant.
0: Yeah, I re- like, I, I, you know the story of Tyson Fury We'll say before his big comeback and stuff, don't you? Well,
1: when the guy was, like, 20 stone.
0: Yeah, 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 and like he'd, he'd um, had obviously a lot of mental health issues and stuff yeah. like that as well. And he'd like so he he said it himself. He said he became the the heavyweight champion of the world, mm-hmm. beat Vladimir Klitschko, and um, had all the belts and everything like that. And he achieved his biggest ambition he ever wanted in life. And then he said he had no purpose anymore.
1: Yeah, and he did a fuck ton of coke. Yeah,
0: and I yeah. um, said put on a shitload of weight and then left. And
1: then med like fairly stupid comments and stuff like that as he was leaving just fucking brilliant yeah. like genuinely like mm. I mean as I said I, I like Conor McGregor but he's got fucking nothing on trash talking mm. when you're talking about Tyson Fury and when you're just talking and, about and, and Fury
0: came and Fury's comeback uh, like I will say it like Fury has a lot of Irish relations and stuff as well mm. but like he definitely his comeback has won a lot of people back over
1: oh like how could it not Yeah, it is, fuck, and if he does fight Joshua I mean I, I don't know how many people actually enjoy boxing but he's gonna have one of the biggest fights over. imagine the
0: amount of money we're going to make built. if they actually do
1: well if they do it in Wembley yeah that would yeah. be fucking nuts I was actually saying ironically enough to one of my friends today I'm
0: not Daniel Kinahan by the way Irish people would know what I mean by that I have nothing to do with promoting when I say money that we're going to make I mean because we're both be working oh yeah time. but actually yeah. that's
1: what I was saying is I I said to one of my mates today no matter like if, if the tickets are two hundred pound, three hundred pound, I know they won't be. There'll be much more than that. But it's not close. Yeah, hundred ten percent. Although you say that, ironically enough, last time there was anti Joshua fighting here, Vladimir Klitschko when he fought in Wembley Arena, mm. there was tickets handed out to local pubs and bars. Just yeah, just saying, just saying. You're just getting saying. my hopes up now. No, generally, there was there was a, I know a pub that took six staff. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, so that you know, are, are we going to rate our lists? I still think I deserve ten out of ten. Um, you deserve ten out of ten. Down to the way you told that Jack Charlton story. If I had an audition and mm. I could provide you with a job, um, like I have before, but you know, in the industry that you actually prefer, then I, I, I would probably employ you. That was very heartfelt, and congratulations. Thank you very.
0: I don't believe it. He's actually Marky being agrees. nice. Yeah,
1: no. Marky Michael doesn't agrees. know what the fuck he's recording. He said, "Is this the same
0: podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> God, these guys. Are I got actually somehow. put Michael on the spot. <laughs> Michael, give me a name for uh, an Irish person that you like. Go on, go Still on. i go in. on filling airtime while he's thinking. This
1: is what. <laughs> Did anyone say Killian Murphy? Yes, <laughs> it was the first one that was said. <laughs> that's when you. And know I realise what you're trying to do now. That's when you know it's a good name. Those glasses have changed you. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: So we'll move on. They do give us in all, and I mean all of your suggestions. If yeah, you're Irish, British. Whatever. We want them all in. We want to hear everybody's stories. And also send us in your Italian 90 stories as well, because I want to tell Jack about Italia 90
1: as well. If we've got listeners that were alive during Italian 90, then I'd be impressed. But even people who weren't alive, like, I mean, I was born in 95, but
0: like loads of people. Jesus, granddad. I know. Yeah, I know. Fuck like what do we call it? Um, but there was loads of people who even like their parents were alive around that time and they would have told them stories and stuff about it. Like, you know, it was incredible. Like, I, Do you know what? It was actually one person. I can't believe that you left off your list. No, here we go.
1: Yeah, go on, who is Raykeen. that? Who's that? And we'll leave man that there. <laughs> legend. No, I know that, I know that, yeah. I know that. But yeah, no, no, I mean, of course. Someone who divides opinion
0: again, but at the same time, when he was a player, he was classed. It's just when he's a pundit, he comes across like a twat now.
1: brilliant. Yeah. Genuinely brilliant. Yeah. But yeah. Tough so as yeah, nails. Do man. send in your suggestions. I'll be quite interested to see. And yeah. actually, if you want to, uh, you know, send me a 10 the- out of 10 for my list and Darren a 5 out of 10, then please do. Yeah, okay, that's like Positive vibes and oh, no, um, Right,
0: so We've changed the prize as well We're not giving you jelly beans anymore But we're still going to give you sweets Have you ever heard of yellow bellies?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The big long snakes, the big long gummy snakes Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. sorry, okay, yeah did you heard them, Michael? I
1: didn't
0: know they were called that Neither did I, Neither did I actually them. until about maybe fucking I'd say about a month ago When I looked them up They're called yellow bellies when you're ordering them, but snakes is what everybody knows. Are you giving them away then, are you? We are. We'll give away them. Um, Not this week, next week. We want people's in, people's names and stuff in for it. Right, so that's fine. We're going to move on to Step Out for Belts.
1: (laughs) Mine's straightforward. Do you have one? No, you, you you could not have sprung this on me any better than you just have now. <laughs> it's been about it's been what three months, and yeah, um, yeah not at all. But no. please do start. I think you're. You're going telling to be me step you don't have one belt. person you want to fight off the back of all of this because like like
0: <laughs> okay, I have somebody I want to fight, Alanis Morissette. That's who I wanna fucking fight. And I wanna fight because gender, gender feckin' equality and all this, I don't discriminate now. I will fight you, missus. That song, Ironic, that you have out, nothing in that song is ironic. I was listening to it yesterday, like rain on your wedding day. What's ironic about that? Fucking stupid bitch. Sorry, go on. I'd fight you. <laughs> now,
1: <laughs> I'm so confused.
0: Sorry, I was a bit random, but like that's, just I mean, a, that, a whole different that's been pent up for three months. I A whole I wanted different culture in Ireland. There's just a whole different everything in Ireland. I'm scared. I'm actually scared. <laughs> Where did that come from? I've done from? a lot of shouting with this. I think there's a lot of pent up anger. Uh, Legend of the week. Are you,
1: are you on fucking crack? You've just changed the subject like three times in the space what, of two seconds. Do you have second. a step
0: out for belts then? N-
1: no, and uh, who the fuck is my legend of the week? <laughs> Who's your legend of the week? I don't fucking know. Say Michael's glasses or something. Oh, I don't care. yeah, no, they do suit him. They do. <laughs> They do say it but me. Yeah, I'm going to go for Michael's glasses. That's shotgun. Tankless. I'm going to say
0: that my legend of the week is Andrea because I kept calling him Alessio on the phone. <laughs> so, um, I, I have to apologise for the 400th time. And, uh... I realised that about halfway through the phone call that I was calling him Alessio. But like, yeah, no, I, Andrea, for those of you who don't know, go, actually, if you don't know, go back and listen in the rest <laughs> of the podcast. We've said it enough. <laughs> now, fuck off. We're not going to do it again. Um, that's grand. So I
1: think that's all we have for this week, is it? Not at all. Not in the slightest. We said we were going to turn around and talk about, well, we are going to talk about. Oh, the inevitable elephant in the room. Go on. Well, we're not talking about the sad things of COVID. We want to talk about, the nice things of COVID <laughs> and how we've come out of lockdown as better people um well maybe not as like flowery as that probably a bit better alright. yeah yeah I guess but I mean you sound still fucking pent up and angry at everything how was yeah, your yeah but lockdown? the lockdown was never going to change that oh yeah did you not spend a bit more time reflecting and becoming a new person you didn't really fancy that I got a new phone that's well, about it fucking hell it must be boring being <laughs> new you I tell <laughs> I had the
0: other phone for about three years, and then a dog ate it. Um, no, that's
1: not even a joke. My dog ate my phone. Yeah, broken. but things for you have changed since you come back already from like since lockdown. I mean, you've really got a new living situation. Yeah, yeah. Or my guy's already got auditions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, this is this is a forum. You know, this is therapy. Talk to me. Yeah, I did.
0: I moved into my new place when I came back. It's, uh, it's grand. It's very close to work. Um, <laughs> it's very close it to work. It is work. work. <laughs> it is work, yeah. I'm not living in the pub. I'm living just above it. Um, that's not even sarcasm. That's the truth. <laughs> um, but I had the place to myself, so I'm not too bad. Um yeah, I have auditions and stuff coming up, so I'm not going to say it too much because I don't want to jinx it. Okay, but oh, um, I, I do have stuff be. coming up and stuff like that, so okay. I'm, I'm not too bad. And got to, I'm going to crack this whole acting shit now in the next few weeks. I'd be, I'd be winning Oscars by February coming around. I'd say, well, I'll have to because nobody else will be making anything. So if I'm going to win it at all, it's going to be this year. Um, <laughs> that's how you win it: be the only horse in the race. Um, <laughs> no, that's yeah, no, it's it's fine. I mean, like, look. I went back to the countryside and I was kind of delighted to get peace and quiet and stuff and and perspective on things. But at the end of the day, you crave routine after a while. You kept working through the lockdown, though, didn't you? I did indeed,
1: working at the Blue Check in Wembley. Talk that's def- our prize this week as well you can come in and you can be Jack's chef for a day <laughs> yeah fucking hell yeah please <laughs> yeah I, I need the help but you know I, we were busy enough so I was, I was happy out and now that we're actually back open and working it's strange I've, yeah, ironically enough what you were saying about um, <laughs> well, one thing that's happened since lockdown is even the regulars that we have come in every single day I feel like I've just forgotten all their names everywhere yeah. like, it's just the strangest thing being back at work it's, and even like I'm standing on my feet for like two hours a day and I'm like oh my god my legs hurt I need to sit down someone grabbed me a chair. It's it's, it's just weird. Uh, but as you're you're right, craven routine, back at routine. It feels mm. good. And moving on, routine is this podcast. So yeah, we're yeah. back. We're back, bitch. We are back.
0: I'm telling you back with a fucking bang that's what you want okay so look we leave it there for this week so right get your likes your comments get goodfridaypodcast69 at gmail.com that email is still going I haven't checked it in a while actually so there could be fucking hundreds of messages Um, (laughs) get the like this fucking Instagram page I don't want to have one but I need to have it so like it and make it worth it will you for fuck's sake And uh, like the Facebook page as well You lovely, lovely, lovely people Lovely people So we'll leave it there for this week My name is Darren Jenkins And I am
1: Jack Thomas Gerhow
0: Thomas? Yeah For fuck's sake Right, see you next week Good luck (laughs) Goodbye (laughs)